when disaster strikes. When the city quakes in fear. When there's no one to turn to. Who are you gonna call? Uh, that's your cue, killer. There's something strange in your neighborhood. There's something weird and it don't look good. It wasn't me this time, I swear. All my data indicate that the ghost world is beginning to push through multiple cross portals from their dimension into ours. Well, more overtime. Ghostbusters, the video game. Just once, I wouldn't mind running with these other fools away from the track. Where's the fun in that? Coming June. 1985. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Dan Aykroyd Podcast. I'm your host, Scott White. What am I talking about this time? I'm talking about the Activision game for the Atari 2600. Ghostbusters, the original video game. Actually, it's not the original video game. Uh, the ones came out, uh, I think one came out from a Nintendo uh, a year before. Uh, but this was the first game by Activision for the Atari 2600. And just to let you know, I grew up with the Atari 2600. That was my first video console. I remember you had to hook it up to the television. It even had a setting. These were out when people still had black and white television. So you could set your TV to color or black and white. It was just a really, really big deal in my house for me when I got the Atari. Big fan of the Atari 2600. Big part of my childhood. Ghostbusters. Big fan of Ghostbusters. Big part of my childhood. I did not play the Ghostbusters video game on my Atari 2600. I did not own this game. I actually played it for the first time ever just a few days ago. So I got the gist of it as a... 53-year-old man. I'm just going to go say it. 53-year-old man. I played Ghostbusters for the first time. And wow, it is a very, very complicated game. I just had the, the cartridge, so I had to do a lot of research. It's not self-explanatory. Definitely not. You need to know a lot of stuff before you go into this game. Fortunately, we have the internet. I was able to look some stuff up. So this podcast is going to be on stuff that I had to look up and of course me actually playing the game and this is a very very convoluted game I like games where you go and there's certain levels and you get to the next level and you get to the next level and once you reach a certain level the game is over that's how you win the game that this is not how the Ghostbusters game is the Ghostbusters game is you have to accumulate cash by catching ghosts before the before the ghost energy level reaches a certain point so if you make ten thousand dollars by catching ghosts before the ghost energy level reaches nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars that's how the game continues but 
if the ghost energy reaches 9,999 you know, gigawatts, whatever it was, and you don't have $10,000, that's how the game is over. So you're not, I like, you know, video games where you're, <laughs> where you're destroyed or, you know, you're, you're just taken out. This is, you just keep playing till you run out of money. Well, yeah, no fun in that. I would rather be able to die in a video game than go broke. That's one of the benefits of playing a video game. You get to be immortal, not a pauper. The game opens up and you have to buy, you have a certain amount of money and you have to buy your stuff. You, they have stuff that you can buy. What is it? It's an image intensifier that helps you see the ghosts. And then there is a, a ghost vacuum. And then there is marshmallow bait, which you can use when the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man shows up. And then, of course, there are traps, which you need. Once again, none of this is explained. Nowadays, when a video game comes up, it'll scroll. You know, you, you put your cursor over something. It tells you what it is. None of this is explained. So if you had... If you're going to this blind with no instructions, you're off to a horrible start. And I was off to a horrible start because, so once you buy your stuff, usually you hit the game reset, clearly labeled, but it's not. But you have to go to the back of the Atari 2600 and switch the difficulty lever. Switch it, if it's on one, switch it to two. If it's on two, switch it to one. And then that's how the game starts. So even getting the game started is just a bit difficult and a bit wonky. Now, the game starts and you see a map of New York City and up at the top there is Zool. And that's Spook Central. That's that's where Dana Barrett lives. And by the way, there are no the uh, there are no exterior characters. There's no Dana Barrett, uh, there's no uh, you know Louis Tully and you only get two Ghostbusters in this video game. You do get, you do get to see Slimer and you do get to see the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, but no secondary characters and no Zool. The, the ghosts are going to Zool, but you never get to see Zool in this, in this video game. So you see the map of New York City, and there are all these, these ghosts floating around. And you're the logo. Your character, you, you switch characters. So when you're on the map, your character is the Ghostbusters logo. And it looks pretty good. Ghostbusters logo looks pretty good. And there are all these ghosts floating around, and they're heading up towards Zool. Now, if you touch one of these ghosts with the Ghostbuster logo, the ghost will freeze. And that'll come into play later. While you're looking at the map, a building will flash red. And that indicates that there is a ghost, a Slimer ghost there. So you take your little Ghostbuster icon, you go to that part, they make you go, so you go there through the map, you click on that building, now you're in the, you know, you're in the Ecto-1 and you're driving there, and you get a version from top, so you're looking down on the Ecto-1 while you're driving, and if you have a ghost vacuum, one of the ghosts that you froze, if they're in your way, if you're able to drive in front of that ghost and hitting the button, you're able to suck the ghost up, and that will give you money. So there's two ways to catch ghosts. One is when you're driving the Ecto-1 and you see a ghost and you have a, a ghost vacuum, you're able to suck them up. When you get to the building, you come out as one Ghostbuster. And Slimer's 
whipping around there, whipping around this building. So you have to catch Slimer. You show up with a trap. Once you put the trap down, you have to station your guy in the best possible way to shoot his proton pack to help catch Slimer. Now, once your man is set, you push the button and another Ghostbuster comes out. So you have two Ghostbusters there. And Slimer is still flying around. Now, what you're supposed to do is you hit your button on your joystick and both Ghostbusters will shoot their proton packs. And you're supposed to encapture Slimer between those proton rays, lure him towards the trap, and then when you hit the button, the trap comes up, grabs him, takes him down into the trap. That's a pretty cool thing. When it happens... That's a pretty cool effect. And once it happens, the Ghostbusters dance a little jig. They're like, hey, 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 we got we got Slimer. If you do not, if you hit the trap and you miss Slimer, Slimer will come down and slime one of you. Now, I, I think this is just for the game because you don't lose money. Like I said, you know, what you want to do in this game is make $10,000. So I would think, like, if you missed him and he slimed you... You should lose money, but you don't. Also, and this is really cool, this is one of the cool things about it, if you and the other Ghostbuster cross the streams, you both pass out. But you think if they cross the streams, Zool would show up, but they don't. You just pass out. The fact that they use that from the movie is really, really cool. You cross the streams, you pass out. Once again, you don't lose money. All you do in those situations is you lose traps. If you lose all the traps that you have purchased, you have to go back to the Ghostbuster store and purchase more. So, yeah, and also, if your traps are all full, you have to go back to the Ghostbuster store and get new traps. So even though you don't lose money when you get slimed by Slimer or when you cross the streams, you lose a trap. And once you lose a trap, you lose time, and you have to go back to the Ghostbuster building or the Ghostbuster store, and you have to get, you have to get new stuff. I mean, I guess there there is a time limit on it because if too many ghosts get to Zool before you get to ten thousand uh, dollars, you lose. But there doesn't seem to be too many stakes in this. There doesn't seem like you if if you get slimed by Slimer, you should lose money. If you get if you cross the streams, you should you should lose money. If you drive past a ghost and don't suck them up, you should lose money. You should make it this video is is very, very convoluted, but there's also not a lot of stakes. If enough ghosts get to now, the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man comes out. And if you if you if you purchase the the marshmallow bait, what you're able to do is, if you put that down, that will make the marshmallow man leave the screen and you get $2,000. So there, that's something you, if you do it correctly. But it's so weird. So to drop your, your marshmallow bait, once again, you don't use your joystick. You don't use your button. You have to, once again, go to the back of the controller and turn the difficulty level if it's on 2 to 1 or 1 to 2. There's a lot of fooling around with the back of the console for this game. If I'm doing something, I want everything to be in the joystick. Take care of it there. I don't want to be reaching over and trying to drop marshmallow bait while I'm trying to drive the Ecto-1 while I'm trying to catch a ghost. I mean, I know this is very, very primitive video game, but 
And maybe that's just coming from playing, you know, video games from now. But it's just very, everything, This it's just very, very convoluted. The game, how you play it, the council, the, the, the council, 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 that's it, council. If the proton pack energy or whatever it is reaches $9,999 and you don't have $10,000, game is over. If the proton energy reaches $9,999 and you do have $10,000, now the Stave Puff Marshmallow Man comes out for real. He would come out before if enough ghosts reaches, reaches Zool. And once again, you can get him off the screen with your marshmallow bait. But $9,999, $10,000, a big-ass version of the Marshmallow Man comes out. And now... You can earn money if you can dodge him. So the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man is on one side of the screen, and you have to get two, two, two Ghostbusters past him. If you get two Ghostbusters past him, you win the game. And you can reset the game and still get and still have the money that you had, but then you have to make ten thousand dollars more so if you're if you're playing the game i guess for some people if you're playing the game it was to make as much money as possible so if you win the game all that money that you have you get to keep and you start over so you just put money on top of money on top of money and i guess that's how you would determine a high score how much money you would have after a series of games not points but money and if you don't get your guys past the stay puff marshmallow man then the game is over and you don't get to keep your money. Now, there is one thing about this game that I have to say. And the there is a version of the Ghostbusters theme that plays. Here it is. And it plays constantly. It never never stops. Never. It's when you're when you're driving, when you're buying. It's just, it becomes maddening. You, I had to mute the television at one point. It just never, never stops. There's sound effects in the game, like when you shoot your protons and you got your. You you figure it's like when you're when you're battling a ghost. If you're on the map, I can see. Okay, the Ghostbuster music is going. But when you're traveling, or when you're fighting ghosts, or when you're fighting the Marshmallow Man, just have have some background sound effects. You know, just stop the music. It doesn't need to be playing. Just that that clip I heard. That clip. Imagine, if, and if you play that game for two hours, imagine that music playing for two hours straight. Oh, and that's pretty much it of the, the Ghostbuster video game for the 2600 from Activision. I played it for the first time a few days ago. I really, really couldn't get into it. And, it, since, and since there was no nostalgia for me, I just, I just wish there was more, but I know from the time that there couldn't have been more. I just wish there was more in this game. It's fun being the Ghostbusters logo and going from building to building, and it's fun firing your 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 proton packs, or you know, and it's and it's actually really fun catching the ghost. But 
like most games of that time, it's very, very repetitive, and there's no levels. You don't get, you know, if you finish this level, you get to go. It's, it's a one-level game. So you just have to keep on going until you make enough money or energy wipes you out. This is a really, I, I, and about recommending that, I, this, this is all about, if you're into retro games, you're definitely going to want to check this out. And I would, and just like play it side by side with the new Ghostbusters games. That that should be fun. But for me, it wasn't for me. There are just a ton of other Atari twenty six hundred games that I love to play, and so I would not go back to this game as much as I would go back to say uh, Defender or Centipede or or even Pac Man. Those are those are games that I grew up with, and those are games that I loved. I'm glad I finally got to play the game. I'm glad, I, and I and most of this, what I have told you, I figured out some on my own. If you are going to play this game, make sure you have the instructions. You can find it online, but make sure you have the instructions and read the instructions carefully because there is a lot of stuff you need to know before you start this game. And if you want to give it a try, give it a try. I'm all here for that. So, this has been a shorter version of the Dan Aykroyd podcast. This has been a, a, a stretching... The Dan Aykroyd podcast, because I know he had nothing to do with this video game. However, if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have it in the first place. So thank you guys for listening. If you can, uh, please help out this podcast. You can you know, help out here on Anchor or go to my Patreon page. Also check out all the... I'm on the Cross the Stream Media's platform. There's a bunch of great, great podcasts on that platform. So check that out. I'll have all those links in the description of this podcast. See you here next time. To support this podcast, please go to www.patreon.com slash scottwhite and give what you're able. If you're listening on iTunes, please give a review. That should help people find this podcast. And no matter what services you use to listen, please leave feedback. We always want to improve. Thank you for listening to the Dan Aykroyd Podcast. You're never going to regret this, Ray. My parents left me that house. I was born there. You're not going to lose the house. Everybody has three mortgages nowadays. But at 19%, you didn't even bargain with the guy. Ray, for your information, the interest rate alone for the first five years comes to $95,000. Will you guys relax? We are on the threshold of establishing the indispensable defense science of the next decade. Professional paranormal investigations and eliminations. The franchise rights alone will make us rich beyond our wildest dreams. This has been a Cross the Streams Media Podcast.